Welcome to 501c3 BS, Deprogramming for Organizational Growth, sponsored by the Gianneschi Center for Nonprofit Research at the California State University Fullerton College of Business and Economics. This season, we are busting this 10 minutes at a time with a shortened 10-minute podcast. Why isn't the mission statement on the homepage of our website? This might be a great question to ask as the new CEO of an old, small, and tired quote-unquote nonprofit organization that has been living up to that organizational description by losing money for five consecutive years. But you are going to change all that. Your marketing director that you just inherited says, who cares what the mission statement is? Nobody knows it anyway. Let's assume that he or she is not the marketing director who has been there for 15 years and worked on what looks like a PC-386 with a dial-up connection where you can actually hear, you've got mail, when he or she turns it on. Someone who thought social media was a new reality cable network. Let's assume that he or she is just a bit burned out at their job, but otherwise competent. Do you know what our mission statement is, you ask? Uh, no. No one does. It's too long to remember, your marketing director retorts. Here is another case of multiple piles of bullshit intertwined into one big pile. Which is the bigger issue? That the mission statement is forgotten? That is too long to remember? Or that no one on the staff of the organization knows the importance of it? Do they even know what their mission is? I don't think there's been a study. At least I couldn't find one online. However, I bet if you ask board members from 100 different community benefit organizations who are the smaller organizations in the bottom 80% of those in our country, if you were to ask them what our mission statement is, more than 70% of them couldn't tell you. Mission statements are the single most important written words that our organizations express. It should be the centerpiece of everything that we do or say. It should inspire us in our work every day and make others want to give to us, be part of us, and be proud of us. Is that too much to ask? No. One of the biggest problems that causes the bullshit to pile up is that most of the time, they are way too long, complicated, and bombastic. I don't want to embarrass anyone, so I won't quote any actual bad mission statements, even though you could throw a stick and hit a dozen of them. But they all at least have one of these things in common. They go way too long. Often 20, 40, or 60 words, a whole paragraph. How can anyone remember that? How can that inspire you? They're filled with unimportant minutiae. We collect, preserve, and exhibit, or for the enrichment, education, and enjoyment of the public in the greater West Hills region of blah, 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 blah. They read like a thesis paper for a graduate dissertation. We serve the 50% of youth that are under the poverty level in the West Hills region of, or they're just self-aggrandizing. We present the award-winning, most excellent world model of blah, blah, blah. They confuse mission with vision. We strive to be a national model for... That's a vision statement, not a mission statement. There are nebulous platitudes that have little or no meaning and cannot be measured. We are the spirit of history. What is that? What does that really mean? How do you measure that? They're a laundry list. We provide a comforting experience for our clients, a great environment for our staff, a respite for the community, and blah, 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 blah. They include typos, bad grammar, or other mistakes. I've sat on many grant panels, and there's always one or two in every panel that look like a fifth grader wrote it. They say everything except what they actually do as a mission. We will help our staff and clients achieve success. Success at what? That's bullshit. Let me give you some really inspiring mission statements that I found. Smithsonian, the increase and diffusion of knowledge. The Humane Society, celebrating animals, confronting cruelty. Charity Water, bringing clean, safe drinking water to people in developing countries. Amnesty International, a global movement for people fighting injustice and promoting human rights. Rotary International, 
service above self. People may keep riding the bullshit train and say, well, those are great national organizations, but we have to be specific because we work on a local level. So here are some of my favorite local community benefit organization mission statements from some very successful organizations. The Beckman Research Center of the City of Hope Medical Center, treating the whole person, not just the disease. Diaper Bank of Central Arizona, changing diapers, changing lives. All of these are great mission statements. They can easily be recited as part of an elevator speech when someone asks you in an elevator, what does that organization do? Well, they're changing diapers and changing lives. It's awesome. These are also all measurable, meaning that you can measure exactly how much community benefit you get from these missions. If you work for one of these organizations, volunteer there or sit on the board, you will remember your mission statement. It should be on everything you do. It should be on the homepage. It should be in email signature lines. And when you meet and plan programs for the organization, you will start with this prevalent in your mind. The CEO of Smithsonian S. should we create a new program on incarceration in America? One of our funders is interested in doing that. Does it increase or diffuse knowledge? And you, as staff, may make sure that it does. Let's make a traveling exhibit about incarceration in America that tells the whole story. At Beckman, they will work differently than other hospitals if all the staff have in mind that they are treating the whole person, not just the disease. All of these things are measurable, so you can see if you are accomplishing your mission. At TED, they can measure how many ideas they are putting out there. By keeping statistics on new TED Talks and conferences and spreading them farther by partnering with local producers on TEDx events, all of this is measurable. How many new ideas? How far are they spreading? And their mission statement is only three words, ideas worth spreading. A great mission statement, taken as a mantra by all stakeholders as a point of pride, can be the catalyst to transform an organization, change directions, create new vision, and bring a team together around a mission. Once an organization is driven by a mission, it cannot fail. Everything can be overcome. Once everyone has drunk the Kool-Aid, it stops being a job and becomes a cult, in the best sense of the word, where people are driven for one common purpose around a mission. At that point, the organization is unstoppable. What is the answer to the marketing director's response that the mission statement isn't important? A response given by a tired, burned-out employee working for a paycheck? Your job will be to turn him or her into an energized, excited employee working for a mission. They may not be bad at their job, but they never felt the power of the mission to transform a community. And their job as a marketing professional will be to harness that power and spread it. How far would Christianity have gotten if the 12 apostles were just picking up a check and not moved by the mission? Or where would Islam be without a motivated Muhammad? A mission needs missionaries who are dedicated to an idea. The mission statement is that simple and pure idea in ink. Your stakeholders are the word made flesh, passion, energy, moving on a mission. We can go back to the idea of Tom Sawyer painting a fence. Everything can be fun with the right attitude. We almost get more people painting the fence with us. We are all Tom Sawyer. We are all St. Paul. We are all Mohammed. This is what success looks like. It may translate into millions of dollars in dynamic programs, but it all starts with passion for a mission. Thank you for listening to this episode of 501c3 BS, Deprogramming for Organizational Growth. I am your host, Zoo Velasco. You can find us on Twitter at 501c3bs, on our website at 501c3bs.org, or at zootvelasco.com. Become a follower to our podcast. The music is provided to us by the traditional Brazilian choral music group Grupo Falso Baiano and Amy Molinelli. You can find them at grupofalsobaiano.com. There will also be a link from our website. Thanks for listening and have a great day free from BS. BS.